Croatia Underrated Episode 3 of Season 2 Shoutout Perunfest Pozdrav i dobrodošli! Hello and welcome to Croatia Underrated, your uplifting those of Croatia. I decided to record this episode after spending most of the weekend at Perunfest. I hope to spread the word about this festival of fantasy, fairy tales and forgotten folk beliefs. Usually, this festival takes place each year in the last days of May or first days of June. This year, that wasn't possible due to the COVID pandemic. I know this reason is self-understanding at the moment, but I'm emphasizing it because I like to imagine someone listening to this episode a few years from now without a single clue why would anyone postpone a festival, unless it has something to do with the weather. Yes, hopefully, a few years from now, this will be behind us. Well, speaking of weather, the weather forecast for the Perunfest weekend wasn't perfect, but I guess the organizers decided to risk it since the main topic were creatures from the local folklore connected to thunderstorms. You might say it was a good test of whether or not the festival would please them. The event has been going on for a few years now, but the earthquakes that happened last year damaged the original location, and that's the old castle of Lukavets. That's why the organizers, the Museum of Turopolje region, decided to use another location they're in charge of. For the first time, the festival took place in the park around the 200 years old wooden manor in Donja Lomnica. Both the old location and the new location of the festival are rather close to Zagreb, 15 minutes by car from where I live. The biggest city in the Turopolje region, however, is not Zagreb, it's Velika Gorica. Both locations are magical, both the Lukavets castle and the manor. While many people worried about how an old wooden house could compete with a castle, most ended up thrilled by the new setting and loved the festival even better than before. Account mean. A castle is a castle and fairy tales go well with castles. But wooden construction is so authentic and deeply rooted in the region of Turopolje. The new setting made all the featured art and performances even more believable. So what's the festival about? It's one of the most artistic and creative festivals in the country. It gathers so many artists, craftsmen and performers who, through their shows, revive the myths of old. The name of the festival derives from the word Perun. That's the ancient Slavic thunder god. Stories related to Perun bear some similarities to the Norse Thor or Greek Zeus. This year's main topic was mythical creatures of the region called Moguts. Zdenko Basic, well-known Croatian artist, and the Museum of Turopolje region have joined forces in several projects, including publishing a lavish book about Mogut creatures. Together, they have been organizing this festival too for several years now. I plan to dedicate one of the future episodes to the history of the wooden manor that hosted this event, with some bits and peculiarities of the whole Turupolje region, including the legend of Moguts. So stay tuned for more info about this mysterious guardian shapeshifter. Mysterious guardian shapeshifter would be the quickest possible description, although it's not completely accurate. 
As I mentioned, moguts are connected with thunderstorms. They are sometimes called the children of Perun. Remember the god of thunder? The forecast for this weekend was terrible, especially for Sunday. But when you honor the moguts, you don't need to worry about the weather forecast, I guess. The clear skies are guaranteed. The organizers were bold enough not to cancel despite the awful forecast with thunderstorms, and they were awarded the perfect weather. Not too hot, no clouds at sight, it truly felt as if the moguts were enchanted by the performances and decided to stay low and simply enjoy the calm weekend. As the festival approached its end, late on Sunday evening, it started pouring rain, as if they held back everything until the very last minute. Who knows, maybe the moguts were there. How would we even know? It was a unique occasion for them to come closer to us, and we wouldn't even notice them, because there were so many people in various costumes inspired by creatures from local lore. The program started on both Saturday and Sunday at 4 p.m., and as it approached the dark hours, it became more and more magical. Incredible storytellers, concerts, plays, quests, acrobatic shows. There was a themed fair with unique souvenirs, such as calligraphic mementos by the dedicated Daria of Kalidart, or jewelry made out of bogwood, a thousand-year-old oak wood. That couldn't be more native to the region as it used to be known, the region used to be known for its vast oak tree forests. There were several exhibitions, too, art exhibitions. The old, incredibly preserved mansion was open for visits. The whole thing looked otherworldly after dark, with an added touch of fairy dust thanks to the exhibition of the dolls by Yasmina Iwutkice. The main exhibit was the one of Zdenko Basic art. Creative workshops, treasure hunts, reenactments, a huge sculpture of a mogot made out of straw that ended up in flames by the end of the festival. All of that following the same theme, with so much going on, sometimes even simultaneously, on various spots in each corner of the property. Hours felt like minutes and it was plain magic. I've been participating in the program as one of the performers ever since the festival took place for the first time. On prior occasions, I prepared some storytelling lectures based on the lore. This year, I prepared a gamified exploration of the garden around the manor. I introduced myself as the spirit of the house that's in charge of keeping the memories of the place safe. When I tried to show the participants the book of memories, I discovered it was empty. We then set off to search for the clues, along our way we found old photos, shared the stories behind them, and thus collected the memories back. The last clue showed us where a mogot hid. It was a combination of history, legends, and good old fun. So many families with children joined. That made the whole experience playful and fun. When I was preparing the quest, I got so fascinated with the history of the manor, and I can't wait to share it on another episode in the future. But first things first. I already prepared a few episodes that follow, so this one probably won't be live before October or so. In the meantime, go to croatiaunderrated.com and enjoy the little photo gallery in the blog post that accompanies this episode. If you happen to find yourself in Croatia around the time of Perunfest, give it a go and visit it. 
It is, I'd say, a world-class fantasy festival, indeed. Visit perunfest.hr for more info and to check out the names of each of the artists, performers and exhibitors if you wish to look them up to see all the creative forces that exist here in Croatia. This shout-out episode doesn't just target the very festival, it targets every single one who participated in it. A big shout-out to all of them. To all of us, I guess. You might have noticed that this short episode interfered a bit with the announced schedule. The episode that was supposed to come out today, the one that I already had announced about Rogoznica, will be live tomorrow. You know, the summer officially ends tomorrow evening, 22nd of September around 8pm. Let's prolong it a bit tomorrow with an episode that echoes the seaside and will take us to the town of Rogoznica. Do sutra, till tomorrow!